Good morning. We are towards the end of Hilchas Yom Tov, a few more days. And just a quick thing from, uh, thanks to the guys in the share, they asked a great question uh, yesterday on Yom Tov Sheni. If the Jews are allowed to do the Kavura and we let them go out with their horse and buggies or cars, um, Outside, outside the Tchum, driving, whatever, to get to do whatever they need to do for the burial. So then, if we let them go, are they allowed to come back? So we see this uh, famous principle, Yuma Ein Zayn, the Beis, for example, where it says that in order to prevent them, Shiloni Kashel La'atid Lavel, so we don't prevent them from doing it in the future, um, the example was, we let them go hear a shear on Yom Kippur, even though they're going to get, uh, go get wet, and we let them come back and go through the, through the water in order to come back. Because if we don't let them go, then the Gemara says, well, the next time the shear happens next year, they ain't going to go. So they'd rather they go, and um, so that's, that's why. And we saw that by Tchumim. We let them go, and we let them come back, even if it's outside the Tchum. So what about uh, to do Yisuri Derabanan, like riding on horses or cars? So, uh, there's not much written on it. It doesn't happen too often. And I, did, I looked in the Beis Yosef. It happens to be, it's, it's a diun by some of the Rishonim bring it up. So, and it doesn't seem like there's a difference for going chutz If you can, since they let you come back, chutz from, uh, uh, come back after the burial, to the Chum sounds like from the Beis Yosef, Rishonim, the couple of Rishonim he brings, that there should be no difference. But he doesn't say so, Beferish and the Shulchan Arach. So it makes sense, but regardless, all these cases is case specific. Um, what to do, Lamaisa? I'll just point out, I, I asked uh, Rav Jonathan Sachs last night, and so he told me two things. He said that Breuer's sometimes. Uh, no, this is from YU. Okay. He gave Jonas, a shiru. Jonas Sachs. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Jonas Sachs. <laughs> okay, very good. So, did not have a dream. I suppose I saw him last night in Ramat Chemish and hey, he gave a shir. And uh, as they inaugurated Rav uh, Weiner, uh, Weiner to be a Zev. Um, to be the Rav of a shoulder. Anyway, so he told me that it's, it was known that in Breuer's, they would bury on second day Yom Tov, and, um, and whoever was needed, they would go drive outside uh, Manhattan to take care of the burial, but they would not let them come back in. I don't know what the Chishuvim were, but that's Lamaisa there. He also mentioned to me a um, relatively famous story, and I, unfortunately I forget the names, I didn't write it down, but it happened uh, relatively recently in Europe, I don't know, maybe a hundred years ago, whatever it was, and there was um, the Rav Paskind, that, the, the, um, it was a big Rav, famous, and, his, and there was a Rav who passed away right before Shavuos, Erev Shavuos, but it was late in the afternoon. No one was going to come to the burial. So they, uh, so he buried, so there, the Rav Paskin, that they bury the body on Yom Tov Sheni. 
even though they could have buried it Erev Yom Tov, they pushed it off till Yom Tov Sheni, because everyone was able to walk to the, to the base of Kvaras. So that's just uh, interesting. Um, I, I know I've heard from several, you know, from several people that it's known sometimes Satmar would do it. Uh, Oliver Friedman from Australia and Ashir told me. He knows, and I don't know, but he said that uh, Satmar even, they, um, they would do it even on Yom Tov Rishon by a Goy if Yom Tov Sheni was Shabbos, because on Shabbos we never do it. So whatever, different... Uh, Anyway, just a little thing about burials. Okay, now we are on Taf Kuf Kaf Zayin Eruve Tafshilin. So this will probably take us two, three days. Probably three. Okay. So let's let's start reading from Aleph, um, and then we'll do a drop of intro. Aleph Yom Tov Shachal Yod Be'erev Shabbos. So now, when Yom Tov falls out on Erev Shabbos, Lo Yavashel Shabbos, you're not allowed just to start cooking on Yom Tov for the sole purpose of using that food, L'Tzarach Shabbos for Shabbos, Bikdera Bifniatzma. You have your own pot, and this, I don't know, you're going to make a, a stew, or a, you want to grill something, you want to make chicken soup, and it's, you're only doing this. You don't, you're not using it for Yom Tov, you're only using it for, for Friday night, or for Shabbos. So that's clearly yasser. Aval mevash now. I'll just say right now. So that's a machlokus uh, rishonim and somewhat achronim. If that's a iser deraisa or iser derabanan, it's also tied into Rabba and Rav Chista and the Gemara. Without getting into all the nitty, uh, all the little details. Bottom line, it's a machlokus rishonim and basically achronim. If this is a problem derabanan or only a problem deraisa, to cook specifically on Yom Tov Erev Shabbos for Shabbos, so we'll see why that's important. So here, aval, what do you do? Mavashalhu kama kederes Yom Tov. Cook whatever you want for Yom Tov. Have in mind whatever you're cooking, all the pots, all the different dishes you're making are for Yom Tov. Vim hotir. Hotir le Shabbos, and if you have any leftovers, let's say you want three different dishes to make a fancy meal for Yom Tov, you're allowed to do that even though you know you're, you're going to have leftovers. You can't eat three whole chickens or three whole steaks or whatever roast, it's too much. So you know you're going to have leftover for Shabbos, but since you're eating, it's, the purpose is for Yom Tov, it's 100% permitted. All right? And you don't need to have an air of Tashilin for that. Okay. Now, the other option is, however, you can cook specifically. You can cook specifically, and only this pot is only for Shabbos. You can cook it on Yom Tov. If, right, this is a Yom Tov Erev Shabbos. This is if you made an Erev Tavshilin. We're all familiar. Chazal made a takana of Erev Tavshilin. You set aside some, um, we say, you set aside some. Uh, a cooked dish and a baked and a baked item. Uh, we'll get into that more. Um, and therefore, you, so you, you're ma'arev. You're combining what you start, what you prepared on erev yom tov through yom tov, and that allows you to continue doing it for Shabbos. Now, why did Chazal make such a takana? If you're allowed to cook on yom tov for Shabbos. So why are you, why did the Chazal make a takana that you need to, in order to do it, you have to first make an Erev Tavshilin. 
So here, let me just take one step quick back. Uh, we're going to get into this more, but if you hold, uh, this is a big machlokas, if you hold that normally cooking from Yom Tov to Shabbos, if it's only going to be used for Shabbos, is Daraisa. So then, the post, the, the post can point out, you need to start cooking that early enough in the morning or in the early afternoon, or very early afternoon, or in the morning, so that this way you still have time to eat that food on Yom Tov, so that it's ho there's, a, there's a whole thing of ho'il. Since you could eat it on Yom Tov for yourself or for guests, then Midaraisa, you're allowed to cook it. Even though if it... Even though if originally it would be an Isra Daraisa to cook from Yom Tov to Shabbos, and, but since you do it early enough in the day that it's still edible by you or, or few possible guests that might show up, so then it's all, it brings it down to a level of Darabanan. An Erev Tavshilin is only going to work if it's an Isra Darabanan. An Erev Tavshilin saying a bracha on some food that Chazal made up is not going to help you take care of an Isra Daraisa. Um, Many Rishonim, the Rambam, says the, the whole concept of cooking from Yom Tov to Shabbos is only a Dindar Abanan, and according to the Rambam, you can cook right up until uh, right up until right before Shkia on Erev Shabbos, on that Yom Tov of Erev Shabbos. So the Maise, the Poskim say, um, uh, try very hard to be Machmer, and only cook earlier in the, in the day. So your Yotze, according to the opinions, uh, major opinions who say it's a din daraisa and therefore you cover your cover your bases. The Mishnah Bura and uh, many others say bishatat chak. It's okay to be uh, like it's not bishatat chak. Chazan Many poskim say bishatat chak. You're allowed to cook if you forget and you're stuck and it's necessary. You're allowed to cook right until shkia um, and to be so mech that it's only a din darabanan. Uh, the Isser is only is an Isser Darabanan. Um, again, if you look in the different Achronim, you'll have different opinions how much of a Tzarech and how much, how much of a Bishat Atchak it needs to be in order to let you cook until the last minute. Um, Mishnabur is on the more strict opinion, Magen Avram. Um, from the words of the Chazan Avadya, he's a little more makel. But again, you can just look up different Achronim and you'll see different, uh, little, a little bit on the scale, a little bit this way and that way. Fine. Now, why did Chazal make this Takana? So, if we brought it, if it's, if the whole Isser is Darabanan, or it's earlier in the afternoon and now the whole Isser is Darabanan, so how come Chazal made this Takana of Eruvi Tafshilin in the first place? So that's the Gemar and Beitz on Tedvav, Amun Beis, and it's Machlokasin Rava and Rav Ashi, what's the reasoning? The whole reason why you have to do Erev Tashilin, why did Chazal make up this whole Takana in the first place, is Rava says it's L'Kavod Shabbos. Because if you do this, then you'll make sure you, if we make a Takana of Erev Tafshilin, then everyone's going to know about it, and it's going to make, everyone's going to make sure that they set aside a nice amount of food for Shabbos. If, um, if they didn't make an Erev Tashilin, it could happen where a person gets carried away and eats up all their food and doesn't think about Shabbos. But when you make an Erev Tavshilin, you're, you're making this whole Gansamaisa that you're, you're going to make sure you're preparing to have a nice amount of good food for, uh, for Shabbos. Rabashi said the reason is 
Because if we let you cook lechatchila from Yom Tov to Shabbos without having this special takana, then you might think you're allowed to cook from Yom Tov for Sunday, Yom Tov for Tuesday, or for a forchol. And, and by making this eruvi tevshilin, that you could only cook for Shabbos if you have this Eruv, then it's going to become really easy for us all to know and to remember that if, just like you, you can't cook for Shabbos without this Eruv, kol uh, you can't cook for during the week. So that's the whole reasoning for the Kritikana. Okay. Mm, fine. Now, really, there's no difference from Yom Tov Rishon, Yom Tov Sheni that either one, you cannot cook from one of them to Shabbos unless you have an Eruv Tavshilin. Okay. Fine. So we covered all that. All right. Let's go to the Ramah. Perush. Inyan Eruv Hushiyavashel V'yofeh. The whole idea of an Eruv is that you cook and you bake. Miyom Tov Shabbos. So that's, that's what I said. So that's, you're, you're combining the food that you're cooking on Yom Tov from what you already prepared on Erev Yom Tov and it all becomes like it's from, Yom, uh, from the weekday, L'Shem Shabbos. So it turns out what on your cook when you're cooking on Yom Tov, you're not starting to cook on Yom Tov, you're just finishing. I got right, and I mean, all this is just a Durabanan issue for the hacker, which we explained is either Lakavat Shabbos or Lakavat Yom Tov, Rav Ravashi. Haga. Mutra Laniach Eruvze Afilu Safek Hashecha. Now, let's say you forgot to do it all day on um, this Erev, it needs to be done before Yom Tov, right? So if Yom Tov is Friday, then you wanted to take care of it on Thursday. You can do it all day Thursday. Uh, we'll get into how early you can do it. But the point is, let's say the Ramah says, what happens if you forget to take care of the Eruv on Thursday? And, and, it's, and it's already Shkia for um, Thursday night. It's, Yom Tov already started. You need to do Eruv Tavshilin. You set aside the food, you say the Bracha, you say the Nusach, before Yom Tov starts. And now it's, Yom Tov already started. It's Bein Hashmashas, between Shkia and Seis. So he says you're still allowed to do it. Once it's for sure Vaidite says, whatever that is, um, once it gets dark, you have three stars. So then it's usher to do Eruve Tafshilin. Too late, nothing you can do about it. Well, there is something you can do about it. We'll get into that later. But you can't make a new Eruv anymore. That's for sure too late. Um, what's the very latest? So you have up until says. Uh, However, what if you say Baruchu? Um, before it says, is it too late? So that's a machlokas. Uh, the Mishnah Bura says you can still do it after Baruchu, as long as you didn't daven Marev with the, with, the, with the minion. The minion, the tzibur, didn't do Marev yet. Once the tzibur does Marev, then it's too late. But it's a machlokas. A postgame is if it's what's too late? Is it Baruchu or is it the tefillah? And he says, for this purposes, you could be so mecha. So this, this whole concept is darabanan. And he says, you can still say it, you can still do it until the tzibur davins marav. Um, you have even after barcho. That, uh, that's the very latest. Uh, I'll point out the ben Ishchai and some others, such as Shulchan Aracharav, says, no, once you say barcho, it's too late. So it's a machloket. Achronim, what's the very latest? The Ben Yishchai says, if it's too late, once you say Baruch it's too late, just be Somech on my Erev, on the 
the, the, the city rabbi or the shul rabbi is Arab. If there is no shul rabbi and you're all alone, it could be he will let you do it even after Barcha. Um, okay, I don't know. So let's go on to, to base. But Erev ze osinuto bepat vetavshil. When we do Erev tavshilin, it should be done with pat and tavshil. Okay. Oh boy. Erev ze osinuto bepat. You do it with bread and with tavshil. Vim loa so elo mitavshil avad mutter. So you do it on two things, both on bread and both on an item that's cooked. And if you only did it on a tavshil, so bediyevid, it works. So again, it's a machoket in the poskim. If all you need is only a tavshil, or if you need to do a tavshil and bread. So with a chumrah, we say you need to do it both pot and a tavshil. But if you only do tavshil, then uh, that works according to the, the main opinion. And bediyevid, it works. So if you only do a tavshil, you can also bake as well as cook. And grilling is included in, in, uh, in, in cooking. And if you only do pot? And if you only do pot, so then that's a, real, that's a real problem. So if you only do pot, everybody agrees you can't cook. That's for sure. Can you even, if you only do bread, can you bake? So that's a machloket. And um, it seems to be most of the Ashkenazi post game, and so too the Mishnabura says, if you only did bread, you can't too late. That's from what I've seen. I don't know. It can be Mayan Ode. I know in Chazan Ovadia he says that this, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a if you only do bread. And since he's a Safik Darabana and the Kula, he says you can still bake. Uh, let's see. But uh, in Piske Chuvis he also brings based on uh, like the Shulchan, like the Mishnah Bura, that if you only do bread, then you're stuck it's as if you didn't do anything. All right. Now, if you only want to cook and you're positive you don't want to do any baking, so the Mishnah Bura says, Lachatchila, you could just do um, a tafshil. Because the only reason for the opinion that says to do tafshil and baking is it's if you want to bake. But uh, Mikar did, everyone agrees that if you only want to cook, then all you need to do is only a tafshil. That's for sure. Um, although in Piske Chuvis, he says the minag is just to do both and stay out of trouble and complications and that's preferable I don't know okay now as far as bread what is bread so also in the Piskei Chuvas he points out that any pasta bekisnen works although the minag is uh, only to use regular plain bread but he says anything you could be kovea suda on works and he even says based on eruvei tachumin he says you can even use bread Made and he also quotes the Shevet Alevi. You can even use bread from rice or corn, uh, if necessary. If that you know you can't eat it or you, that's all you have, okay. Fine. Uh, what what time is it? I lost track of time. I mean, the idea is something big. Uh, no, I know. Maybe we'll do one more. We'll, yeah. okay. Gimel. Shir tavshil kazayit. Now, the shear for this tafshil is a minimum of a kezayit. Lechatechila, they say, many say you should do a kabeitza, but um, it's only an... Um, right, and they also poskim say, Lechatechila, it's better to use a lechem shalem, it's more mechubad, and you should use a proper piece of, of meat, 
or a, or a full egg or something, or an egg chashuv. Actually, Mishnah just says a basar or dagim chashuva, uh, something, uh, something of importance. That's lechatchila. I know many people do it on an egg, but I don't know. And okay, bein la'echad, bein la'alafim. Now, it doesn't matter how many people you are in the house. If there's one person or you have a thousand children, or they're living, they're living off of you. So they're eating in your house all the time. So then, all you need is one kazayat. And that works for everybody because you're the one who's cooking for everybody. Now, it always, all you need is one kazayat. It doesn't matter um, when you're starting preparing the food. Uh, um, when you start all you need is a kazayas and and when you finish you need to end up with a kazayat Um, let's say the food gets uh, the food shrinks or whatever it is the point is whenever you're saying the bracha on it you're setting it aside and uh, whatever it is it always needs to be um, a kazayas Right? So he says a kvetsa is better. Now, Dalid. One more. So, in order for it to be a tavshil, it has to be something that you eat normally at a meal with bread. Um, for, so, it's almost all foods would be included. Um, even if you bake apples, we have that, people have apple kogol or apple crisp, whatever it's called. So people eat that in the meal. The one, um, one example that I could think of that the Shulchan Aruch points out is some kind of, I don't know, maybe hot oatmeal, porridge, something like that, that normally it's either that or bread. People don't usually eat that at the same time as a bread meal. So that you cannot use for the purposes of, um, uh, of a tafshil. All right, we'll stop. Shkaya.